Welcome back, listeners, to Trivial Thoughts. This is episode nine, but part four of my strange birthday bonanza. This time we're going straight into it. What you're about to hear is a conversation me and my friend Rachel had in the middle of my party where everyone else was playing Exploding Kittens on the carpet. Unfortunately, because they're loud and we're having a lot of fun because it's my party, everyone has fun. Sometimes you overhear them in our conversation, so the beginning is a little muddled, but a lot of yelling. But as time progresses, it gets clearer, gets louder at times, and vice versa. But the gist of the conversation, I hope you can understand, because it gets deep at times, and gets stupid at other times. And Rachel keeps telling me to text her when we're both sober, because neither of us have remembered what this conversation is about. Until now, I'm finding out, as you're finding out, because I'm listening to this while I'm recording this and editing everything else. I'm going to stop rambling now, and here's the conversation. Again, apologies for the yelling in the background. Hi. My mom's in the background. I'm the thing is, I don't know if it's the alcohol. It's a habit. It's a habit. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what it is. I like it. Actually, when I was driving um, Jer and Patrick in the car, we were talking about it. And I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, oh, overanalyzed. Right? So, 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 like, I was a very bad kid. I should do the chocolate I forgot I was doing Honestly, I've gotten so many ideas while I on my walks. I got I was thinking, isolation. How human beings cannot survive in isolation at all. Three days, if you're, it's like three days, you start getting brain damage. Brain damage. And there's a guy from Vsauce that did it. I watched it so good. It freaked me out. But then I was thinking, you know how I, I explained my own. What would happen if he's in an isolated chamber? But I was going to fuck with it. And like, he gets used to having an internal dialogue with the guy. I want to think that while he's in this room and stuff, he gets like, I don't know, like arrested or something. But because the future and like his head and stuff, everyone has technology, so they use an EMP generator. So any technology, like anyone who's like a, a bionic arm or anything, doesn't work, right? In isolation. So the AI stops in his head. He gets used to the voice stuff. I think it'd be really interesting to like have one of the issues in the comic. Him dealing with isolation. Can I help you with this? Okay. Okay. And if you have two of the same card, you can start a better Wait, wait, wait. There's one. There's that aspect. I want to fuck with the mind. Another one is, I want, this one already fucks with the main characters. This other one, I want him to get high. And how it affects the AI. I don't know what He's got to go through something kind of de- like a little game or something like that for like to turn things. And he's used to the drug addict. He, he does drugs with kids, but the AI is drawing kids. There's no experience. I want to be high because the AI is in his head. It affects him. I'm going to go up to her tonight when I get home. The thing is, I know it's female, but anyone reading the comics don't know no gender. It's until later on in the story, then you find out it's a female. So, the name of Sim, a simulated intelligence matrix. 
But like, there's no tonality and stuff I'm reading this. There's no physical, no visual representation of the story. It's just a voice. It's just a voice. I love the fact that it's gonna at the end and stuff because he's looking for the MacGuffin, and you find you don't the reader will find out. He won't go. But the AI in his head is the MacGuffin. Is an aspect of the girl he's chasing. It's gonna, it, I don't know how to explain it. Okay, I think I get it. Again, like I said, talk to me when you're sober. It's mine or yours? Where's mine? Because I really like I'm sober. I'm into this kind of thing. No, I'm into it. Yeah. 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 Going down. Oh my god. It's, I mean, I've, I've been on talk and it just drips and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Thank God we're having period sex. She was like, I don't give a shit. I got blood on your dick. And I'm like, I got blood on your tits. Let's continue. We didn't give a shit. Okay. That was fun about like, I'm going to teach you a basic thing. I was thinking about the other day stuff. How. Do I miss my ex, Alex, or do I miss the idea of her? Yeah. It's the idea of her. Because it was like, just, not even the idea of moments. It breaks down to it. There were specific moments in our relationship that I really, like, enjoyed. And I missed those. But it wasn't her in particular. It could have been anyone, but like, but here's the thing. In the, like, it could have been, like, in those moments... It could have been anyone. Just like, I liked, not the person, but like... It's just like the fact that that thing was happening. It was that happening, it was just like, I was happy in that moment. It could have been, you could replace it with anyone. But if that moment continued, like, was like that, I would have been happy. It's, See, the I way you moments. can pinpoint this, like, in terms of self-awareness, is when you think back on that thing, do you associate it with, like, that was a nice thing that happened, or I'm glad that thing happened with this person? Because the way you remember it, if that person is involved in the memory, then you miss them. Yes. If they're not... I'll give you that right away. Because, oh, let me think. Okay. There's, uh, I'll give you something. Lindsay and Alex. Yeah, I'll just pass it down. Alex, there's moments that I remember, but honestly, like, in my head, it was with the action, it was just with the environment. Her, I couldn't place with anyone. Then I had, there's a moment what I had with Lindsay. And it's, for example, oh yeah, the moment that I'm thinking about with Alex and the moment I'm thinking with Lindsay, those are two of the happiest moments of my life, for example. Okay. In the Alex situation, it could have been anyone. And I would have been happy. It could have been fu- you, it could be fun, it could be Jason, for fuck's sake. anyone. But it was a happy moment, but it could be replaced with any person to take her place. The Lindsay moment, when I think about it, what made me happy was looking at her. It is her. There's no way I can replace this moment. It's her. So in that case, I miss her, not the idea of her, with Alex, the idea of not her. I've been writing an open letter to Alex for you. Yeah, You've read it. I added some more things to you. You know what? It's a, oddly enough, 
it's it's weird. It depends on the day. Like, I'll either be angry at her or I miss her. It's weird. It does, but like, I realize more and more as the years gone by, it's not her. It's just I miss having someone to talk to. I mean, you don't necessarily need to pick a relationship with someone to talk to them. Not to talk to, but I mean, like, there's a difference. In the relationship, I feel more open and stuff. Like, the there's like. There's less of a barrier. I'm guarded I mean, with everyone. I, I, trust me. Yeah, I know. How guarded? You are very guarded. But you're also open to it. Depends on like stuff. Like I think uh, it goes. Uh, you're not open. Up. There's degrees of openness. Yes. Like there's. I don't think you've ever got like you say. There's guarded to 100. Like 100 walls and stuff. Zeros being real. You never. Go, I feel you've never gone past 45 percent down. Right now I'm at 60, but with my. And with me, I would say what 30. Like, out not 30, no, I mean the other way, 70. I've made out with a lot of people, I don't know, but I've dated What is that for? What is that for making out? What? What? Is that what you just said? No, I said, okay, you're about 60% open with your girlfriend. I was saying you're maybe, maybe 70, 75% open with me. I don't know where you want making out. I heard... Because it made sense still because we made out. I know though, like that's why like what she said making sense, but I don't know how she got there. I misheard you. I'm also partially deaf, so sorry. Like legitimately? Issa's deaf. I found out. No, Issa has the hearing aids. But you know what I sound like a couple years ago? Issa can read lips. I didn't know that for years. I can mostly read lips, but sometimes when I'm intoxicated, I don't follow as yeah. well. Oh so God. I have a harder time. I think I'm partially deaf. I'm just afraid to get, like, there's a high chance I'm partially deaf considering my sister um, is deaf. I went for, I mean, it's possible. I went to uh, an ENT recently. And uh, I had, I went, like, especially in the audiology clinic, I got, like, an official test. And, like, the kind of deafness I have is, like, I can hear. What? But if there's noise in the background, I can't distinguish sounds. That's me high. That's me always. No, I mean I can kind of understand. Which is hard because, like, if I'm, that's why if I'm with, like specifically if I'm in class, like right if now, someone's doing something. Like, I'm having a hard time hearing you right now. Right now, I'm having a horrible time hearing you because it's ready. With the high, well, being like fucked up as I am. Everything is extra loud, so I can't differentiate what's close and what's far. I have, I have this, but Except like Jason, actor, Jason, Issa, Issa, look at it. Okay, fuck you. Night. Every night, I go upstairs and he sits on her laptop. I will flip her off. And I'll wait until she flips me off. But it's a weird thing, but it's, not, it's my sibling thing. It's my sibling thing. I hate her, but I love her. It's weird. I know. I feel like you're closer to your brother than I am my sister, though. I don't know. Wait, what's the age of you? 
It's my sister and me are completely different, like, mentalities. My sister is very much Italian while I am not. Although I've been told I'm very Italian compared to other people. What do you think? You're very Italian in terms of, like, fashion sense. I'm wearing sweatpants and a black t-shirt and a... Ash ketchup. That is not sweatpants, Daniel. These are my sweatpants. Okay, the fact that those are your sweatpants means that you're Italian. You're Italian. These are skater pants. I bought them on Anisha. Alright. This means that you're Italian. Just wait, wait. I'm Italian. I mean, they are. I am so The fact that you consider them sweatpants. They're not. They're only sweatpants in my mind because there's only three types of pants in my head. There are. Suitcase, jeans, and sweatpants. Italian. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Look how loud they get. Like they're that far. Look how many. Almost, almost six hours. Good luck going through that, by the way. I can't wait to go through it, though. Just to relive this. Alright, I have to try to get this thing out of my nose. This conversation, albeit was maybe 10-11 minutes long, you heard it. While it was happening, I swear to God, we were talking for like 6 hours. It just seemed so deep. And it does touch on some good ideas, like... Well, I came up with a lot of ideas from my comic book, based on isolation, EMPs, and strange things. We discussed how I'm... Sort of Italian, but not Italian. I realized Rachel calls me Daniel, which is odd because no one really calls me that, apart from when I'm in trouble. We talked about sex, bleeding. Um, honestly, I lost track of what the hell we were talking about, about being deaf at one point. That's a lot for 10 minutes. So, uh, let's see what comes next. I cut out a lot of the screaming that was happening because other people were playing Exploding Kittens. Fun game. Might do an entire podcast of just me and my friends drinking and playing. That might be amusing. I'm rambling again. Um, so, back to the audio, I guess. What do you think of the singularity? I was just thinking the most technological thing I should do. Quantum computing. What? Quantum computing. Hey, I have a question for you. I asked this question uh, many years ago. Um, Well, this is a double question. Okay, you watch Star Trek? Okay, you know how they teleport, right? Essentially, the teleportation functions where they deconstruct the person and then rebuild the person. Because the atoms are different. The atoms are where you but that's, I'm just saying how that, that's how Star Trek is. They actually have that so where the transport fucked up and they made a copy of the person, the person couldn't get transport, so there was two of them. But they have the same memory, same everything. So technically, one is a couple seconds old and the other one is five. If you were to transport, wouldn't that be you dying and another version of you just showing up? Yes. Okay. That fucks you up, right? Is that immortality or no? Because you could still die. Say you don't die. Like you live out uh, an 80-year life. Well, you die. No, uh, okay. 
But would that be every child support a death, or would it be one long Okay. I think, okay, I always tell folks that I'm going to do it because typically I die in another version. It's not literally me. Yes, the new version of me will wake up thinking, oh, I just like was there and there. But technically for you. That freaks me out. Like, that's not immortality. That's not like you. That's. That's suicide. That is suicide. You die. It's suicide. But it's not you really being reborn. It's a copy of you. It's basically different. Not me. It's just reconfiguring in the exact same positions as they were previously, which technically on a conscious level still but it is not you because it's not the same. It's another version of you. An exact copy of you, but it's not you. Same thing when it comes, like, no, in Ender's Game. There's a sense of it. It's true. It's quite like, but Michael, isn't being depressed a really bad word for feeling bogged out? It's like, if this was filmed, it would be a segment. My head runs out of the And then the guy goes outside the universe. While he's out there, he thinks he's crippled currently. While he's out yes. in the universe, yes. like, he's he has a body of a body of a body of a body and up there, anything you think of becomes reality. In that split second, he sees himself, he remembers himself being in his body and the new body at the same time. Looking at each other. He's got a conflict with us. Usually I don't remember. The old body dies, the purple body. It's like, when he comes back into the universe, it's gone. It's just turned to dust. The new body. The new body, is it him or not? I mean, physically, no. Spiritually, yes. I swear, at the beginning, everyone was like, there's not an example. Okay, um, okay, there's the whole scenario of magic coming, machine, machine coming, right? If you were to transfer your consciousness into a into a robot, like you map exact brain pattern, put in your own body. That's two versions of you. You're not him. You're not him. But what about okay? I don't know exactly, but I like the human body is about your consciousness is about nine volt battery for like charge, correct? I'm using nine volts as an example, but it's that particular charge. If you go and like. Um, Theological and stuff. I think that like that particular solar charge, electricity, charge is the soul. Yeah, I Bear mean, okay, that amperage, amperage yes. could be associated with the soul. Yeah. It could be soul activity. Soul activity. Yes. But like a charge. If there was a way of taking that specific charge from your uh, biological body to a robotic body. Yeah, that exact charge, like taking a like taking a wire, like a fucking link cable for a game or The literal charge, that particular thing goes from one to the other. Like an outlet. Like if you're charging a battery, the outlet is getting the energy, it's working to the battery. It's going to a new container, correctly? Yeah. It's the same like no, electricity, I don't know, electrons or you know what I mean. Okay. Would that if that charge leaves your body and goes for a body body, is that you? Right. The reason it is because our brains, being the squiggly, squishy as that they are, each brain is made up of trillions of neurons. Each neuron works differently. Now, there's a concept known as synaptic plasticity, which basically outlines how different connections are made. 
Now, every time we practice a skill, we speak, we do something. We're building connections in our brain. Yes. Now we have regions like brokers are associated with with language. Can I just wait one thing? Okay. You know this quote? Yes. It's exactly what you just said. Like new connections and everything. It's my hand and stuff. Any me of yesterday, me the day, two different people. Although technically dead. Continue. Sorry. So, I mean, the way we learn skills, the way we make memories. Are you your Yes. Same thing you're making, but probably a different because you finished the music. Wow, Carney. You get a fresh boost. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Is he wearing a top hat? It's not really a top hat. Yeah, it's not really a top hat, though. It. I don't know what kind of hat it is exactly, but it's not top. It's not, like, it's a wide brim, I know that. It's kind of like, think of a fedora. Okay. Oh, yeah. Think of fedora, like this part of it, fedora, but like, you know, fedora is kind of short, it kind of stops about here. Think of a, a long, flat brim, and that's me for Nana Hat. Okay. But now, wait, was that, that was drawn by the guy, David Lloyd, who actually drew the uh, V for Nana. I was so, like, surprised. Like, I went to it, like, he was at Comic Con. I was like, I want to give I got my issues that I signed by him. And he's offering $10 for his free sketch. He picked up a fucking crayon and did that. That's a blue fucking crayon. Isn't that fucking awesome? But the end of the day stuff, that is probably one of the coolest things I own. One of the greatest fucking comic book artists. Written by... One of the greatest comic book writers, one of the greatest comic books, one of the greatest comic book writers, one of the greatest stories ever written. One of the greatest movies is fucking there to I have his fucking and a fucking one of a kind sketch. Every sketch he did, $10, he took a different fucking crayon. He had a crayon, crayons out of 64 of them. Every single one he took a crayon. You know how cool that is? He did like the same image, like slightly different. I remember like exactly. I won at Exploding Kittens! There's a new field spot that came out. Cody is the new victor! Uh, a girl at a bar. A girl at a bar and stuff wants to just relax for a flex box. A guy approaching her will either be straight up asshole, like fucking jerk, wants to fuck off and all that, like fucking shit like that. And the girl will be disgusted by him and like rejected completely. But the guy stuff like this up, she wants to talk to a girl, just because I want to talk to you guys. There's no like, I want to fuck you over, fuck you, and just like, never say anything. But I'm talking to you, I'm a general expert, that's it. Because of the mentality, there's so many guys that ask out of girls and stuff. Approaching a girl becomes very much difficult. It seems like when like, like, I want to ask questions stuff, because so many assholes are asked to the question and gotten such a negative response, we're scared of asking the question. I feel like... I mean, honestly, like, just saying, if you have any questions ever or want to know anything, just ask me, I will tell you. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, that's why I wanted to ask you. You're one of the people I ask questions to in the past. I'd like, very few people are like this, and I realize this, but, like, if you ever want to know anything, literally, I don't care what it is. So, I, mean, I have a question, and you answer this. I will tell you. That's why I enjoy talking to you. Is this anything? But not a lot of people are like that, because people feel like they need to be private, or things are taboo, or, oh, maybe I won't say this, or they're insecure like about being like that. Like, but I am, I am super, I'm a pretty big of a I mean, yes, but. 
but at the same time, I feel like you're also afraid to put yourself out there. Uh, a little bit, but here's the thing is, I think I'm an open book until someone asks me a question that I realize exactly. I don't want to answer. You don't want to answer because you're scared of answering it? or because But it's more, I don't notice I don't want to answer it until it's asked. Like, I won't think of a question that someone asked me and I'm like, no. For the most part, like, any question I can think of, I'll answer. But I feel like you're scared of contributing. In what sense? Just in the sense of, I mean, I, I've been like this too, where just like, I want to answer, but like, it's especially like, I'm going to put this in a classroom setting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll put this in like a classroom You know how sometimes your professor asks, asks a question, and you're like, like I know the answer. But just like a general question, and you're like, like shit, but if I'm wrong, I don't want to be wrong in front of the class. I, I'll admit to that. There's a lot of me and stuff, but I feel like I'm wrong, or something, and I don't want to admit I'm wrong. Yeah, I'll exactly. climb up. That's the thing. Like, it's, it's a very good example that I usually use in this kind of situation, like, relating to a class, because everyone knows this. Where it's just like, oh, well, do you know what the cube root of 16 is? And you're just like, shit, it's two, but you're not sure. I really like prime. Yes, primes are great. But, okay, that's the thing. Just like as an example. A prof asks me a Sunday class, you're like, oh, I know the answer, but I'm not sure of myself. So I'm not going to say anything because in the off chance that I'm wrong, I don't want to be wrong in front of all these people. Yeah. 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 So it's like, I think this thing, and you're like, I think this thing, but you don't say that. Because you're like, well, what if someone disagrees with me, or what if I'm wrong, or what if, and you don't say anything as a result, or you try to be neutral. No, I understand. Here's the thing, okay, I'll agree to that. I will do that if like, I'm squirrel or something like that, I'm not sure. But it comes, I don't know if I'm going to explain but... Yeah, no, yeah, okay. Anything external to myself, like external knowledge, not of myself and everything and stuff, I will be worried about asking questions or like worried I'm wrong or some of that. But any question asked about myself, like any question like a personal question, I am completely open. I don't know yourself. I don't know myself. It's only through those questions that I understand more of myself. Because you're forced to think about it. Exactly. Okay. But that's what I was thinking and stuff. And I realized I, there's a lot of times I'll hold my tongue when I really, like, I'm thinking something, but I won't say it because I'm like, worried I'm wrong. Or I'm worried I'm going to sound stupid. Or just start by saying But that's why I do this podcast while I'm intoxicated. Because I will... That little, like, hint of, like, no, overthinking kind of thing goes out the fucking window. I'll be like, fuck it. And I'll speak exactly... It's like, there's no... Filter. There's, like, brain brain filter mouth. No. Top of the head, brain, no. Top of the head, mind, mouth. Yeah, at least for a second. Top of the head, mind, mouth. Okay. Top of the head is the idea you have. Brain is the filter. Like, it stops you trying to overanalyze it and stuff. Like, okay, maybe I shouldn't say it. And so, the mouth, it never gets the mouth. But without, with the, like, weed or drinking or anything like that, the brain aspect kind of, like, shuts down a little bit. There's no filter. Whatever you think... It's easier to go to mouth. Vocalize. Uh, I agree with this. What are you doing with the marker? 
Do you have, like, just a like, uh, uh, I can get this paper. It has more attack points than your points like points. A plate works. And also, I am curious what you're going to do. Look at her. Approximately 12, 20 p.m. Minus? Or is it minus? Minus? Two. Two, okay. Just if you ever do actually go through this footage and you want oh, to listen that. to something, this is the time frame you want. Yeah, but it's not by t- it's not by time. Oh, I know, but you can figure it out. I guess. Wait, what time is it right now? Yeah. Uh, just happened to pass this card. It's not even like protect anything. It's just like so I don't accidentally open it. Alright, so about six to six thirty. I'll check. Just mark down the time when you stop recording and you can calculate the time. Anyway, I want you to listen to what you just said. Because I feel like it'll help you. That's a good one. Honestly, I remember most of uh, my drunken rambles. I But it would be interesting to hear my drunken rambles with the sober body. And that's why I marked it down. I thank you greatly for that. It's gonna sound stupid, but um, I'm not one for like gun violence or anything like that. But I want a gun. Not to shoot anything, but if there is, you have to take care of a gun. You have to detach. Just to maintain it. Just to maintain it. There's something about a ritual of sorts that I really enjoy. Smoking is a ritual to me, and it's, I enjoy more the ritual than the actual effects I get from the drugs. Yes, I agree with this actually. I really just like habitually like smoking. Like I get home from work and I smoke. It's not because I particularly want to be high, it's just because like smoking is calming. Like I, on the way here, this could be a complete placebo, but the action of just taking the time, just it's not even that it's breathing. It becomes a breathing exercise. Yeah. Well, like, honestly, you probably love yoga. I want to try yoga. <laughs> um, I know, like, four I'm yoga instructors, so I can't help you. But if you want to take a yoga class and you would seriously commit to taking one, I will do it for you. I want to miss The problem with me is I'm lazy if it's not close by. I can't help you there because no. I don't live here. No, I have to trick myself into doing physical activity because why are you still like, well, I still work there and stuff. But I had standard hours, so I would finish work around 7 or something. And I would go to the gym, which is up the street, for like an hour and stuff. And because it was on my way home, it you seemed logical. I hated going back. Does that make sense to you? Like, I'll take a walk most nights, and it drives me nuts that there's one part of my walk where I double up on distance. Like, I'll walk and everything, but then to get into the park, to get like a path is not like crazy deep with snow. I'll have to walk all the way there to go up and then go back, and it drives me fucking bananas. For me, like, I'm only gonna go to the gym, like, if it makes sense logically. Because right now I work, like, I have, uh, I work 9 to 5, that's the time I'm at work, but I have a 75 minute break. No, it's not that, I just realized I, how I miss having, like, 
a conversation that stimulates my mind a little bit. I agree. It's stupid. It's not stupid. No, 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 it's stupid. It's so rare. That I have something that stimulates my mind. Thing is, I'm all I'm like I'm. There's a bit of duality. I'm incredibly stupid and incredibly smart at the same time. Does that make sense to you? It's my life. My, because I'm there's so much. There's so much really that I don't things. know. But there's so much that I do know. Oh, I'm just dumb. I just do I really stupid things all the time. I'm like, I why know. am I doing this? I have a degree Rachel, in chemistry. I have no idea how I'm in my third year of trying to teach English at Lounge. I hate grammar. I have a degree in chemistry and I don't know. I have a deck in science. I don't know anything. It's okay. I understand because I'm not. Uh, wait, wait. I have to ask you a question and I'm going to tell the audience this too. In your life, regular day to day have you ever needed to use algebra? Algebra? I was dumbfounded. I used algebra in my day-to-day life. And up until that day, you know how they say, oh, you're going to use this in life. And then everyone's like, no, you never use algebra. I fucking used algebra. I used algebra. I was was trying to figure out a ratio when I used algebra. But it was when I was baking. Because the recipe called for like two eggs. But I only had one. So I used it. But that's exactly it. Last week, no, it was last week or the week before. I don't remember exactly, but I did an interview for a new job as a tutor. I told the girl, like, I could tutor all of them school. I could tutor, mo- tutor most of the high school, but the thing is, I've never really, really tried to tutor, like, science, like, sex straight up, I'd say, or math or anything like that. But I always assumed, like, hey, I could probably do it. They gave me a competency test. It's a sec 5 math test. Like, 10 questions. And I legit looked at it and I realized, I was it's been a decade. I would just like to know that I have a degree in chemistry. She's very smart. I have a degree in biology. Extremely smart. I'm currently working in an IT field, working on the phone, but still doing tier one technical support. I don't use algebra. I don't use calculus. Even in my chemistry degree, it was very rare that it would do any sort of math, and it was only with thermodynamics. And even so, the type of math I did, I could have done when I was in grade six. You don't need it. Unless you're going into a field that is math intensive. engineering? Are you going into biostats? Oh no, if you're in engineering, you don't need to know that. You need to know that PV equals NRT, and you need to know... Where are you? Yes, sir. You're in engineering, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Have you ever needed to use algebra in engineering? Algebra. So the answer is yes. Engineering requires algebra. Thank you. Continue. Fuck algebra. Actually, no joke, I've been tutoring kids, right? And I realized algebra is so much easier to do that. It's fucked me up that I always thought this is useless for like a decade until I had to teach it, but I realized this is just because I need to use it because I'm teaching, and that's a thing that's been taught. <laughs> And another thing is engineers need physics. It physics I wanted to be an architect for the longest time. Then I re- I kept feeling physics and I went to literature. 
Architecture needs actually really good drawing skills. I don't really know. It's pretty straight lines. It's all graph paper. Can you draw? It's not only that. I said it's mostly graph paper. It's more than. Here's a question for you. All right, uh, dumb question again. Um, okay, there's a bunch of different things. Okay, there's a song I like. And I can't remember the name of it right now, but there's a lyric in it that really speaks to me. It says, "I want to be a slave to an age-old trade." I've said this in one of my podcasts prior, but I really like that line. Like, think about it, like, go back before the Industrial Revolution. Everything, you had to be, like, a specific, you had, if you wanted something, you had to make it. Or you at least need to know someone who knew to make, how to make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, blacksmithing, etc. Blacksmithing, I want to introduce blacksmithing so bad. Like, it is a dream. I have a friend that was doing it. Like, I'm thinking of it right now, and because of the, like, the fucked up sense I am, like, drunk and, like, high and shit, it is literally making my heart race just thinking about the opportunity to blacksmith. It makes me happy thinking about it. There's something about spending a lot of, like, spending, it's weird how I'm impatient, but patient at the same time. Like, anything that requires a lot of time to do... Both calms me down and just is so interesting. Anything that requires a lot of discipline, not discipline, but I mean like time and effort to make, like say a sword, a blacksmith. That's not something you could do in five minutes. That's something that probably takes a week and a half. And that's in modern times, it's like the fucking modern kilns. I'm talking like old school medieval. Modern kilns don't make it. I mean like shit, he's not modern kilns, uh, modern kilns, sorry. Like, uh, Power, power hammer, I Before and stuff, everything was by hand, like a hammer to anvil. Now and stuff, you can get a mechanical thing, get the speed of the process. But, like, you think of, like, a sword made in medieval times, or, like, Japanese going samurai, like, katana and stuff. This requires time, and, like, you're up late, working the metal and stuff. There's something so cool about it. At the end of it, you have something that did not exist a week ago. You've made it. It's one of a kind. There's never any of this. Because of the Industrial Revolution, your shirt you're wearing, probably a hundred other people are wearing. Made in India, probably. But that drives me nuts. That's why I love doing my cosplays, because I have a Dr. Fate helmet in my room that there is, it is one of a kind. There is never going to be another Dr. Fate helmet like that ever again. And that is so cool to me. I don't know where I was going with this. We're talking about the mind, the stupidity, and the science, and algebra. I say art. And then great. I would love to learn how to do it. And we're not going to smoke it. Art. Learning how to do something. I want to learn how to do something. Why don't we write it? I write well. Audience, take note. Rachel agreed. And I'm going to hold her to it. I will help Daniel write and or illustrate his graphic novel. Question. Who fucks Daniel? I'm sorry. Daniel? Dan? Daniel? Rachel, I'm not even a joke. I forgot my own name for a minute. I am, but like, you joke, there was a year where literally no one called me by my name. And I. Okay, no one knows my last name. Paul. Yes. 
you know my last name. Okay, I thought Jaime you knows my last name. A lot of other people. Gates. <laughs> or Nick. What's your last name? <laughs> I mean, I've See, met him people twice. don't know. Renee. No, it's just a joke. I was just doing it for a comedic, uh, comedic, comedic effects for my podcast. How's it going? Context. My name on Facebook is not my name. And no one in my department knows my name. All right there, listeners. Um... So, um, that conversation got weirder and weirder the longer, uh, it went on, but it ended with my friend agreeing to help me write my comic book, which is a huge thing for me because, well, she's smart. We proved she's smart because you heard it. Although she thinks she's dumb, I think she's smart, I think I'm dumb, she thinks I'm smart. So, one of us is bound to be right and or wrong, possibly both, not sure, there was mention of going to do yoga at one point. Uh, we never did that, but I just texted my friend, and why not try it? Well, I'm going to leave it here and say see you soon and later days.